What are my seven best accessories for mobile phone photography? Hi, and welcome to episode 78 of the Photography Explained podcast. I'm your host, Rick, and in each episode, I will try to explain one photographic thing to you in plain English in less than 10 minutes-ish, without the irrelevant details. What I tell you is based on my lifetime of photographic experience and not Google. Before I go on, if you have a question you would like me to answer, just go to photographyexplainedpodcast.com forward slash start. I'm going to try and get through this episode without making any mistakes. So um, here goes. Guess I better slow down. Right, here is the answery bit. My five best accessories for my iPhone for photography are a mini tripod, an adapter to hold the phone, a Loom Cube light, a Rode microphone, a DJI Osmo and a waterproof case. And from time to time, pebbles on the beach, which I guess I really should explain in the post, shouldn't I? And to be honest, these are the only accessories that I have for my iPhone XS. Well, apart from the case, that is. Okay, so that's seven things and not five as I had originally planned. Well, when I started off, it was three, but we got to seven, so that's fine. Let me talk about each one of these in turn. As I said, these are the only accessories I have for my phone, which was um, a bit of a surprise. So, tripod. Now, when I say tripod, I have tried a few in my time. I've got about five in the garage. Don't tell anyone. My current tripod of choice for my phone is a Joby Gorillapod, which comes with a ball head. Now, a ball head is the thing that has a tripod thread on it, which you can screw into the tripod socket on the bottom of most cameras. To attach a phone to a tripod, you need an adapter, which I will come on to next. I use my phone on a tripod to shoot videos for my YouTube channels and also for my blog. And yes, there will be a YouTube channel for the Photography Explained podcast soon. It's on my list, along with a lot of other things. Now, I've not used the tripod to help me take long exposure photos, ones where the shutter is open for a long time, that is, because I've never tried to do this with my phone. I do this all the time with my Canon 6D, but I've never tried to do it with my phone. I need to look into this clearly. And I also use a Manfrotto Pixie, which um, which is recovering from being battered by the Cornish Sea last year. I've never got around to resolving all the sand in the in the ball head. And a platypod. Not a problem with that because it's a flat metal plate. I mean, these are both accessories that I also use in my Canon 6D. Tripod adapter. This is the thing that the phone sits in that screws into the tripod thread on top of the tripod. If you get one of these and you can put your phone on any conventional tripod, which is adding your phone to the mainstream camera accessories place, which is good. So I can put my phone in theory on any tripod I want to, which I do. Having this adapter has enabled me to put my phone on all sorts of tripods and other things I use, such as the Platypod I mentioned before and the Manfrotto Pixie and a range of very cheap, lightweight, rubbish tripods, which I regret buying, which are in a drawer in my desk, which I hate. Now, the tripod adapter I use is actually a Loom Cube lightweight portable smartphone clip, to give it its full name. Any adapter will do, just make sure it's got the quarter inch screw thread and that the adapter is large enough to hold your phone. Get one of these and you're good to go. And they're not expensive either, less than a tenner or less than $10. Other currencies are available. Number three, the Loom Cube 2.0. Now, this is the light that I use the most, more than any other flash or anything else ever. And it fits on top of the Loom Cube tripod adapter. I use this again for video, giving me a bit of a boost of direct light when I'm in complex lighting situations, or if I'm looking a bit dark and flat when I'm recording stuff at home where I'm just waffling into the camera. The light is a constant light that is adjustable in output. It's also incredibly powerful, and it's apparently waterproof, but it's only sat on my desk really not really been used in anger have i been using this for taking photos nope i have not 
There is a theme developing here, isn't there? I need to do more stuff with my phone. Number four, and let's not forget my numbering might go out of sync at any time, which is a concern when I've just got one to seven, isn't it? But hey-ho, I try. Microphone. Well, I use a Rode VideoMic Me, and this plugs straight into the lightning connector. Snock, snock it. That's a new word. And this plugs straight into the lightning connector socket on my phone. Plug in the mic, put my phone in the adapter, put the light on top, put it on a tripod, and I'm good to go with my very own portable video recording kit, which is pretty good, isn't it? I have to say, this tiny mic is amazing. It makes a massive difference to the audio quality of my video recordings, and I think you'll know that I need all the help I can get. Moving on to number five, DJI Osmo. What's a DJI Osmo? This is a very cool piece of kit. It's a gimbal that allows me to take ultra-smooth, cinematic-style videos. The only problem is that I barely use it. I've had a few goes with it, and loved walking through the new forest getting super-smooth videos, but I've never really got into it, as these videos are very much a nice-to-have. And I've got other things like a blog and a podcast that I have to do, which stop me from getting out, taking photographs and shooting cinematic quality videos. But um, yeah, it's, it's reminded me that I need to do these things more. Another thing I want to do, actually, um, with my commercial photography work, I want to do video walkthroughs of construction sites that I'm photographing. But this is one of those things, it's a great idea, it just never happens. Please don't nick the idea off me. This one's mine, I own it. And I have to say, when I wrote this post, I'd actually, this is shocking, I'd completely forgotten that I had this gimbal. It's in the boot of my car, I think. Even worse, I can't really remember where it is. So um, I think it's time to charge it up and give it a go again and get into some cinematic video. Watch this space. Number six, another one I forgot about. It's a waterproof case. It's one of those clear plastic cases with the bit at the top where you fold this thing down and it makes a seal. And it also has a neck lanyard which is dead handy for poor weather and for underwater shooting. Now, I know that my iPhone's rated to withstand water to up to two metres for up to 30 minutes, but really, I'm not going to try that. I know it's ridiculous, isn't it? But no, no, no. If my phone's near water, it's going in the case. I know, it's pathetic, isn't it? These cases are not expensive. Less than 20 quid, less than $20. And I've used mine to take underwater photos and videos, and also where I need my phone on a lanyard, as there was a risk of me dropping it. Yeah, even at my advanced age... I do do things like that. And yes, I really have taken underwater photos and underwater videos when I was swimming around anti-Paxos, the wonderful Greek island. Check out Paxos Travel Guide, one of my other websites. Sorry, shameless digression. Okay, number seven, iPhone case. Right, this is one that I definitely forgot that I use for, um, well, anything where I'm holding my phone. And that includes taking photos. And when I say anything, I mean anything beyond sitting on the sofa. So slippy is my iPhone. I think I mentioned this in the last episode. I have certainly complained about this before. The one thing I hate about my iPhone, the smooth, round edges. I mean, really, it's like trying to grip a wriggling eel. Yes, I have tried to do that, so I do know. It's so smooth and stylishly designed, and I hate it. I'm actually sneering when I say this. You might be able to hear it in my voice. I hate the fact that I cannot use my phone outside of the house without a case because I'm going to drop it and break the screen. And believe me, I have done this in the past. Yeah, Apple iPhone XS, designed in California by people who clearly do not go out. Sorry, Apple, but I really feel quite strongly about that. Apple, can you make a phone that I can hold without dropping, please? Just my little request there. Anyway, I'm forced to have a case for my phone. 
I don't even know what make it is. I just ordered one from Amazon ages ago. It's quite grippy on the edges and it's got a back to it and no front and that's about it really. There's not a lot more not a lot more I can say about this, is there? That's easy for me to say. Number eight, I also use my phone as an accessory when taking photos with my camera. I use my phone as a remote release for my Canon 6D and also so I can see the direction of the sun at any time of the day or night. Now, there's obviously a problem with that sentence. I can't see the sun at night, obviously, but you know what I mean. Tells me the direction of the sun and the moon, where they are, which direction they're moving in, and all that good stuff, using an app called The Photographer's Ephemeris. I mentioned apps in a previous episode. No, I'm not being paid to say this. I'm a paid customer and happy with it. So my phone is actually a very useful camera accessory in itself that I use to help take photos. There you go, got there in the end. What do I do? Well, I add this into every episode so you know what I do and how I apply and practice what I'm talking about, but I don't need to do it for this one, do I? Okay, the talky bit. Five things quickly became seven. I mean, these are the only photography-related accessories that I use with my phone, and that is that. There are no more. And as you'll see, there are not many of them, and if we're talking about taking photos only, I don't have any, really. I've got the case, but that's not really for taking photos. It's just I can hold the thing. So I do not use any accessories on my phone to take photos. I'd never thought about this, to be honest. I use accessories to help me record videos, but not to take photos. Interesting, isn't it? Well, I think so. I mean, this might be because I've got all the accessories I need for my Canon 6D, meaning it makes no sense having accessories to take photos on my phone. I think so, and that's fine with me. And I only shoot videos on my phone. I mean, thinking about that, I've only ever recorded one video with my Canon 6D, and that was some years ago. So there we have it. This is the explanation. I take snaps, behind-the-scenes photos, that kind of thing with my phone, and videos. But for my real photos, using air quotes... I use my Canon 6D. This is what I do, and this is how I work. One line summary. The photography-related accessories I have for my iPhone are used to capture video footage but not photos. Next episode. Summary's here. Well, it is in the Northern Hemisphere. Well, apparently it is, sort of, here in the UK, although it's very hard to tell as I'm recording this. And with travelling about to become a possibility again, I'm going to do something different and dive into travel photography. Well, why not? So, Photography Explained Podcast, Episode 79, 11 Excellent New Essential Travel Photography Tips for Beginners. Yes, travel photography time. I love travel photography, so let's start dreaming of going to nice places and taking photos. Shout out time. It's time for a shout out. So hi to Sarah in Virginia, USA, who got in touch recently. Hi, Sarah. and Great to hear from you. and glad that you're enjoying the podcast. And I hope the kids find their homework enjoyable too. And hi, kids from me. OK, I'm done. Thank you for listening to my small but perfectly formed podcast. To find out more about my podcast and do stuff to help me, check out photographyexplainedpodcast.com forward slash start. This episode is brought to you by water. Boring, I know. Just water. Cheers. I've been Rick McAvoy. Thanks again very much for listening to me and for giving me 13 and a half minutes of your valuable time. And I will see you on the next episode. Cheers from me, Rick. My brand new course, How to Become a Real Estate Photographer, straight talking advice for beginners to get you making money quickly and build a career is available to buy now. Find out more at rickmcavoyphotography.com forward slash courses.